You gotta talk to see if it squiggles. Okay, it's squiggling. All right. Hey, this is Deconversion Therapy, and thank you for attending this gathering, this small group. I'm Karen. Small group. I'm Bonnie. Hi, how's everyone? Really? That's nice to hear. So I came across something on Reddit I thought you would like because you're down there and the fingertip that points to hell, which is Florida. Well, I'm up here in the liberal haven where everyone's mm-hmm. vaccinated in Tennessee. Sarcasm. Um, okay, so someone wrote, what are Florida ounces? And then they said, I don't think much of this. I didn't think much of this when I lived in Florida, but many products were labeled in Florida ounces. But now that I moved to another state, I'm surprised that a lot of them are still labeled with Florida ounces. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, that's so stupid. It's so sad. I love it. That must be Florida (laughs) education for you. And that's where we both got educated. (laughs) That's an oxymoron. (laughs) Karen, I have something to tell you about. I'm busy. Go ahead. (laughs) I think that there should be um, some availability for us as humans to wear Breathe Right airstrips all during the day. There is nothing more pleasant than opening my nose (laughs) more. And I think that that should be a thing. So if we can get that started with our group, um, let me know how that goes. Well, we can do it if, one, you're a football player. Two, you can wear it behind your mask. Just That's true. Is that what they're wearing? Is is that football players? Some of them do. Yeah, breathe right strips. Yes, wow. Because so they, it, okay. it just increases oxygen. And yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I just like to think of like fifty years into the future, what's going to be different? We're going to have these cranks jacked into our nostrils, just I'm, opening it up. I like the way you say "we." Like <laughs> we're still around. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I just started watching, and I mean, I watch shit. We all know I watch shit. I will watch anything, but I will tell you, uh, Love is Blind is amazing. Anyway, but I watched, I never saw How I Met Your Mother, but for some reason I clicked on How I Met Your Father, which is a new one with Hilary Duff. And the weird thing is Kim Cattrall, Cattrall, yes, um, she starts doing it and then looking back. So she's in the She's the narrator? Yeah. Okay. But it shows her in her living room in 2050. Clothes Mm. look like (laughs) now. House looks like now. Which I'm sure they were like, okay, we're not going to go spaceshipy because that looks stupid. But it's all the same. Like the decor. Mm. You've still got like a Jonathan Adler thing in there. I'm like. So we yeah. just all slept till then? Don't know. Don't know. Well, I would only suspect that shag carpet is full on back because everything's a big cycle. I don't know. Because we've all got hairless animals by then. I don't know. Gross. Uh. Pa- pass. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So... Did you want to talk about what we're talking about today, or do you have anything exciting to report from your week? I have 
tons of fascinating things to report. I really don't. Um, (laughs) This is a weird week in that there has been a lot of death. And that's all I want to say. And I'm not fond of it. Like friends, having people who died, animals in the family died, an animal I follow on TikTok died. Um, So that's unpleasant. But... Everything else is is pretty good, pretty good. Although I need to, oh, I'm serious. I need to get reintroduced into public life because I went around a small crowd and I was outside and I just like overwhelmed my mind. Just all the cylinders break. Yeah. Well, today I'm going to go to a big jewelry store at the convention store, to a big jewelry show at the convention center. So I will be around a lot of people. I hope you see people shoplift. If only. Just record it. (laughs) Everything is neatly, you know, stuck behind a glass case. Right. Um, But this will be good because this is a fancy jewelry and antique show, so it's not like the ones where you go and it's at the fair. Right. Um, You can imagine what I mean. And they they insist on talking to you. (laughs) Like, don't talk to me. Just let me look at shit. (laughs) So are you going to buy some some fancy jewelry? Probably not. It's just diamond (laughs) overload. It's awesome. And they have like vintage Hermes bags and Tiffany lamps and art. It's kind of cool. So it's, you know, it's a visual. It's visual pleasure. Nice, nice. Yeah, except for the people. Yeah, that's true. So talking about the people, maybe some of those people are the ones that review movies. Okay, so on our website, deconvergenttherapypodcast.com, we have where you can send in your true funny story for our letter sodes. We love that. Or you can join our live Zoom groups um, by supporting us. We have a little thing there. And also we have a suggestion box where people can send in what they want us to do for mm-hmm. shows. And a woman named Samantha sent us this. She said, hi, I found your podcast early last year, and I found your humor to be so cathartic during my deconversion journey. I'm the only one in my family that has, quote, seen the light of God and decided to put on sunglasses and walk away. Hearing your stories has helped me feel not as alone and more empowered in my decisions. That's so sweet. So when I ran across a Christian movie review of the latest Disney film, Encanto, I wanted to share it with you. Don't worry, I won't spoil the ending. While they gave the movie a good review overall, the author had to go into detail as to why they did not view the magical abilities of the family members to be, um, why they, yeah, why they did not, to be witchcraft or the occult. They also deducted points for disrespect towards the protagonist's grandmother, which if you've yeah. seen the movie, and ridiculous. Have you seen it? No, but that was a big one when we were talking about why kids weren't allowed to watch certain TV shows growing up. Oh, like, yeah. Like um, Bart Simpson was a brat, so he was big off limits for the the Christian super Christians. And that was, I was, 
you know, said before, my parents were not into families that yelled to each other in a disrespectful way. So, yeah. Um, anyway, she says, my favorite part of the review, though, was that the author felt compelled to call out one character who can make <laughs> predictions of the future. <laughs> and then it says, to quote, the Bible is clear that attempts at divination are wrong and forbidden by God. And then she mm. put a link to this website. And then I sent it to you. And I'm like, ooh, we hit gold. So we're talking about the website ChristianAnswers.net that reviews everything media. Yeah. Okay, so here is what I was hoping to mention to you. My disclaimer is, I think that it's perfectly fine if you want to monitor your thought life. And yeah, we're going to be making fun of some stuff, but I think it's it's all in good fun making fun of it because these people are like super, super conservative about it. Very. And and some of the things that they say don't even seem like they've ever watched a movie before or read a story and know about plot. <laughs> and um, like, They're just blatantly slamming some really great movies. That's what I find so entertaining. And yeah. I am not against going like, you know what? Don't bring your kids to sex in the city. I mean, yeah. But I also think, isn't that a no-brainer? Aren't some of them? So the fun part is that there are people who are volunteering to watch these things and review them. And I mean, they have have Sex and the City movie on there. They have Step Brothers. They have Saw 1 through whatever. (laughs) Like, they're watching them so that they can be like, okay, I wanted to tell you guys, you know, in Sausage Party... Which is up there. <laughs> is it really? Yes. So I like have never watching. seen it, but I pretty much think the title explains they're, to me. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> so they're watching them to review on that site. Would you just think, you know, hey, we're going to review all the PG and belows or something? I don't. Yeah. No idea. But Wait, I. But when you like, okay, so, but on that topic, they have a part that says coming up, like the movies that are going to be reviewed oh, soon. Right. And one of them was House of Gucci. And I'm like, ha fucking ha to the poor fool who has to review that slow crawl over broken glass <laughs> of a movie. It was awful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I just want to see fashion. Well, it was the most boring movie. Great. Yeah, so it's like the uh, the Ricardo movie. Oh, my God. I don't know why I watched it all. I think I was oh doing gosh. something else while watching it. It's like, hey, let's take a fun-loving, free-spirited woman and make her the most boring thing you've ever seen. It was sacrilegious is what I think. Oh, yeah. Now, did you like I Love Lucy? I mean... I didn't like, oh, I can't wait to see it. It was a little too slapstick for yeah. me and the 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 talking graded, but yeah. I can't say that it was bad. And the movie really did a good job at like her genius of how she developed um, mm-hmm. you know, plots and characters. But I'm like, for fuck's sake, like <laughs> what a downer. Leave me in yeah. innocence. Yeah, I only watched it because it was on before something else. 
Right. Exactly. You know, if I got home early and I'm like, oh, got to watch a little of Lucy. Yeah. To, you know, get yeah. to something better. Same. So we've already done one where we read about what TV shows people can't watch or couldn't watch when they grew up Christians. And, you know, we laughed our heads off. And people have written in true stories about this stuff, and we love it. But this just sort of had everything in one thing. And they review, like, video games, which is interesting because, I mean, some of the stuff you have to pay money to review. So <laughs> are they like, I will be the sacrificial lamb. I am going to review... The second episode of Pam and Tommy for everyone. Let me do that. <laughs> you know, I will oh wait. I did enjoy that. I, I ran across a lot of reviews that commented on how much they had to pay to watch this damn movie. Oh, really? And how they wanted their money back and, you know, <laughs> on and on and on. I'm like, okay. Can I get my money back from the church, please? The ending was terrible. <laughs> ah, that's good. So I'll finish. I went and I looked up Encanto. And mm-hmm. I have not seen it. People say to see it. But to tell the truth, there is rarely anything sadder to me than somewhat of a sad story where mm-hmm. someone you love passes on in cartoon style. <laughs> Right. Like I will watch the hell out of everything else, but don't don't make me a sweet cartoon and then have like singing over it and I, I'll die. Um, so I've never seen it, but I understand there's something very gripping like that in The Lion King. You now that is a good <laughs> show. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, in all these Disney things, they've got, you know, Bambi and Dumbo and then the modern ones. Someone got to die, right? (laughs) Well, one of the, I because I have a separate document here with all of the ones that I'm going to read comments from. So Karen wouldn't steal my stuff. Um, and I can't remember if I put it down, but um, but boy, were people PO'd that Marley and me had a dog dying. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait. Uh, okay, so in Canto here, so what this, this website does is people summarize it with the bit of the Christian bent. They usually stick verses, gotcha verses in there to be like, you know, Say it's about, um, you know, again, has sex in it. Then they always post a verse like, God says don't have sex, you know, in it. Or keep your thoughts pure. (laughs) But Um, it's very, very specific. uh, (laughs) A lot of them are very, very Exactly. That's very... And then, yeah, they give a summary. But then at the bottom, like, just regular people can come in and give their own opinions. So this is an opinion... That was on the Encanto thing. Someone says, recently I volunteered at my church for a night for kids to come in and have fun and give parents a night off. So I teach Sunday school to fourth and fifth graders. But the group from kinder to fifth was at this event. They chose to show this movie to the kids, and I observed the movie, but also the kids. Most of the kids had seen the movie and knew all the songs and were dancing and singing along. The visuals of the movie 
are amazing, but for me, they are clouded by the storyline. A child said to me during the movie with excitement in her voice that the main character could talk to animals and she had a gift. I asked her if she knew that God gives gifts to those who believe in Jesus. I mean, way too. (laughs) She also said she wanted to go to Columbia just based on the movie, and she puts a lot of question marks. I told her she can go to Columbia to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Oh, my gosh. Although as an evangelist, I was able to use this moment, and let me say ruin this moment, as an opportunity to teach the child. There were 40 other children I could not get to talk to, and no one else was talking because the movie was playing. Yeah. Of course. They want to watch the fucking movie. Um, and then someone Wait, says... Wait, that's a... Hold on, though. That's a good ratio for kids who want to watch the movie versus want to talk. Because how many friends do you have who go to a movie with you and go, oh, my God, what's going to happen next? And you're like, um, they're going to play it. They're going to play it. We all are on the same page. I do not want to talk about that with any of my children. I will tell you that. I'm like... You know how a movie works, right? We all get the same Mm -hmm. information at the same time. I did not get a packet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One kid out of 40, that is a great ratio. (laughs) (laughs) And how do I think that, that that little teacher brought something up first? And then it says, so here's the problem with indoctrinating children to embrace magic or the subtleties of new age or occult practices. I'm like, oh, shall we talk about that indoctrination? Indoctrination into things I don't believe in. So which ones did you find, Bonnie? Well, last night when we were talking about this, I made it very clear you were not to talk about Peter Rabbit, too. And I'm pretty sure your answer was nicer than, um, don't worry, (laughs) it's all yours. Because before that, I didn't realize how many there were on this website. Although, there are a lot of them. You know what they're missing is Animal House. And that upset me because there would have been a lot of filth and stuff to read good comments about. Maybe I'll review it on there. I don't know. Um, It's funny because that's one of those movies that so many people of our generation love. Like a friend of mine was so excited. He's like, I can't wait to watch Animal House when Harry's old enough with him. Really? (laughs) See, I was never attached to it like you. I know. Yeah. So one of the things that I was thinking was the case with this website was that people who were Christians were watching movies going, oh, I'll do this in the name of reviewing it for other Christians. But you know what? No, no, and I didn't mean that. I meant more like, oh, I get to watch a fun movie like on the sly. Right. But I don't think that's happening. I think this is generally like the most earnest bunch of people you could ever meet. And I don't care what religion you are. If you're earnest, it just makes me crazy. Oh, it just makes me crazy. I I hope you were going to say it makes me dislike you. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But that's what I think, too. And I think it's the same thing with, you know, what I did as a missionary that was not above board. It's like, it's okay. You're not sinning. If you're going outside the boundaries and then it be pleasing to God. So, you know, they can be like, I am going to watch this movie that we all know is bad, 
mm-hmm. but I'm not sinning. I, it's for the greater good. Yeah. And guess what? We are the greater good this week. <laughs> so let me just tell you about my issue with Peter Rabbit, the first one. <laughs> oh, yes. Mm. <laughs> Back to Peter Rabbit. Um, I fucking love that movie so much. He's so cute that I cry so, at how cute he is. That sounds very earnest. No. Oh. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was so jazzed to find that that movie was on. And I had YouTube television for a while. Um, and if you don't know about YouTube television, it's great. You can watch your live networks anywhere you go. You don't have to be on uh, Wi-Fi. So oh. uh, they they increased the price so much that it turned into like a $72 a month yeah. extravaganza See? of shit that I didn't need. Right. But they give you unlimited DVR space. And I had recorded Peter Rabbit 1 <laughs> on there. And so every time I thought of canceling, I'm like, I got to watch Peter Rabbit again. <laughs> so I paid for like four months of $72 fees just for Peter just Rabbit. Just for the fucking rabbit. Just for a movie with commercials, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> oh, instead of just going and buying Peter Rabbit. Anyway. Where, were the commercials James Corden's uh, <laughs> WW ones? They Weight were Watchers not. Um, so anyway, and you know what? Um, <laughs> it's just so good. Peter Rabbit one. Oh and then, so, <laughs> okay. so Peter Rabbit two was reviewed <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I just, have you seen it? I'm looking at her not saying anything. <laughs> I cannot answer that. Okay. I'm so, going to please. It's, <laughs> It's funny on a grown-up level, and it's funny on a kid level. But the animation is just so good, and they're so damn adorable. I anyway, I have a real problem with that. With rabbits? With that phrase. What? The animation is so good. Like, for what? me to be like, I'm going to watch an animated movie, the yeah. only way it's good is if it is it is not animated. Oh. I. I just don't enjoy. Well, it's not two dimension. It's like they look like real rabbits. Oh my god! It's amazing. Anyway, so um, so here's this thing. (laughs) Here's what people objected to in Peter Rabbit too. Human characters lie to impress someone. (laughs) (laughs) A charming man seems to be wooing a married woman. A couple lies to each other, argue, and are in discord. Animals are treated as if they are human members of a family. Yeah, what's wrong with that? (laughs) With the implication that a human can be a father to a rabbit. (laughs) Okay, I'm fine calling myself a dog mom. I mean, not out loud, but... It's almost like a spirit god (laughs) has a human son. Well, and... um. (laughs) When Okay, so here's another one. When Benjamin misunderstands and thinks that Peter has found a love interest, he is not concerned when he discovers that this supposed love interest could be male, but does disapprove when he hears that the new friend is a thief. Okay. <laughs> one man comments that another male has eyes you could get lost in for hours. <laughs> They're so oh. homophobic. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, 
And then it says, best of all, it may prompt good discussions about how attempts to impress others can lead to compromised ethics. Thankfully, both humans and animals learn from their mistakes. (laughs) So he does not see the problem between animals learning from their mistakes. (laughs) Um, I like that also it says nudity none, but there are about seven or eight rabbits who don't have pants on, (laughs) but they have jackets. (laughs) Jackets. Um. So uh, that was <laughs> that was Peter Rabbit too. Which I, P.S. I got smart and stopped paying seventy two dollars a month, and I just bought Peter Rabbit too. I could have given you that what do you for mean? your hundredth birthday. I should, man. Well, that's gonna be a while. In a while. So I looked at. Did you ever watch Eat, Pray, Love? Sadly, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. And, I mean, things, they sort of work for a time. And I read the book and also saw the movie. Now, let's just talk about Javier Bardem. So that is why I watched the movie. I do not care. And it was lovely. You mean you think he's handsome? I think he's a, a zaddy. I learned that. I Ew. think it, I think it means attractive daddy. I don't know. What's the okay. Z? I know. Well, you could just got to spell the way uh, God it's intends. It's Dilf. Shouldn't no, it be Dilf? He's more than that. He's it's he's beautiful. Okay. And so there was this secretary that worked at the university I was teaching at and she and I were dishing about like one professor for summer takes students to England and teaches a thing on Hogwarts and there's someone else who like goes somewhere. I mean, they're like extravagant. And I'm like, fucking A, I want to do something <laughs> like ridiculous like that. So she made me a mock pamphlet and it's Ooh. me and Javier Bardem. He had his arms around Helen Mirren, but she put my face on it. <laughs> and it was travel through wine country with Karen and Javier. And I thought, make it happen, Lord. Make it happen. And when God Lord. didn't, I was like, that's why I'm not Christian. Okay. So, of course, they didn't like Eat, Pray, Love. Uh, and I love just some of the things that they say, like... There are several low-cut dresses and shirts throughout the film. But the film's main offense is its false spiritual message, which is very Mm. heavy throughout. Because, you know, she goes to a medicine man. She's like, you know, doing all that. So if it's a spirituality that doesn't jibe with yours, it 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 is false. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then this reviewer says... But, you know, my opinion doesn't matter. It's just God's. And God said I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So, they, you know, he sticks in all these verses and all that shit. But then at the end it says, you know, there's truly no redeemable quality to this film. The most positive aspect, Julia Roberts looks gorgeous. (laughs) So I'm like, now I know why you went, Gary, to see the film. Thank you for your your efforts. But let me thank move you quickly. for your time, Gary. 
<laughs> from one redheaded bombshell to another. <laughs> I'll just, I'm going to let you guess uh, maybe what this one is. This one is rated PG for impolite humor, thematic elements, and mild action, but blank features some bathroom humor. As expected, Blank's huge size becomes a source of quips and gags about the en- his enormous toots, pee, poop, and <laughs> rhymes with nuthole. <laughs> is this Clifford the Big Red Dog? Yes, it is, Bonnie. Is it? And this person <laughs> is miffed. Um, it says, Wait, I, I, now I want to see it if, you, if they talk about his big butthole. <laughs> it says, a character says, quote, I still can't get my butt cheeks unclenched. And okay. another says, you can kiss my, even though they left the sentence, unfinished. One yeah. character uses the English profanity bloody. There is also Ooh. the word bullocks. Then they just do it on, like, all these little check boxes, so they say. And Clifford the Big Red Dog, the violence is mild. (laughs) And the vulgar and crude language, mild. Profane Mm -hmm. language, mild to moderate. And then nudity includes cleavage and a man in underwear. (laughs) They do not like it. (laughs) Rabbits without pants. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I honestly do think that there is a lot of stuff in the movie Grease that is not appropriate for kids. Totally. And that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's, we watched it at how old? 10, 11? We watched it at 10, and we liked it on one level, but we weren't, you know, delving deep into what the lyrics of the songs no, were. absolutely not. I knew that I mean, some were like, ooh, that's bad, I think, but... I did not know what it meant. Yeah, and um, and I knew that when Rizzo was afraid that she got pregnant, like, we learned from an early age, like, don't get pregnant before you get married. Don't get pregnant before you yeah, get married. Yeah, And um, so that wasn't, like, hugely shocking. No. But, um, but there's a lot in there that people object to. And, um, okay, let me just also tell you that I was at somebody's house Back in Los Angeles a million years ago when Seinfeld was on in its original run. And I was so excited to watch it with my friends. And the person's house who we were with, she looked around at us and kept looking at us like we had three heads. And she goes, why are you laughing? Why is this funny? And I'm like, it's Seinfeld. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So this is how I feel about some of these people who are doing the reviews. So like this person. This is regarding Grease. Mm-hmm. I have watched this movie and the sequel, Grease 2. The sequel is better cinematically. What? Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. And has more catchy songs. Okay. Cannot name one. <laughs> All right. Well, I can. Um, I remember watching both during my college days in India when I was not yet intimate with the Lord. Um, ew. Right. <laughs> I always say it. After watching these movies, many kids got into the bike craze. A few were even killed in accidents by riding their bikes too fast or doing wheelies. Okay. Oh, okay. That's a leap. All right. right. So um, that was one. 
The other one I enjoyed uh, was this one. Um, this one was made back in the days when we called the star John Revolta. Okay. <laughs> I've had the opportunity to see this film on video several times through the years, and I've never been able to sit through it. I keep wanting to ask, who's buying the tickets to see this thing again? <laughs> and it's us. Right. Um, this is the film your parents warned you about, folks. Now it's your turn to keep your kids from this glittering pack of Hollywood lies. <laughs> That's not strong at all. Um, it's not. It's not. And, I mean, I... I had my kids watch it. I'm like, you're going to love this. They both do not like it because they all have a much more sophisticated mind just in general than we did. We were just like, look at the shoes. Look at the makeup. Ooh, look at this fun dance. (laughs) Like, we did not know. There was one review that the person said, um, now I understand why my mom would never let me watch the end of Grease. I'm like, to deny you seeing the cutest pair of shoes ever right, on cinema? Right. God. God. Okay, this was another one. My wife and I do not allow anyone to watch Grease in our house. <laughs> anyone. I just picture people coming. <laughs> Can we watch Grease, please? We've got to watch Grease. No! <laughs> There are so many issues with the movie. Sexual innuendo are common. Nudity is an underlying theme. There is violence and theft. The main idea is about sex and lying to get it. The music is okay, but everything else is not worth watching. (laughs) (laughs) The music is okay. All right. What the fuck? So, yeah. So that was was Grease. Sheesh. So they did do Seinfeld because they do have TV things in there. And, you know, just quickly, they're like, among the most popular sitcoms in TV history, Seinfeld deals with the daily and often mundane lives of four single adults. And then they go over it. And it says, Mm -hmm. while offering often hilarious comedic situations, sexual situations are often (laughs) the show's topic, including premarital sex. Sometimes homosexuality and masturbation. It's just offensive. Best episode ever. I wanted to see just them talk about, like, there was stealing of a babka from an old woman. There was, I want the list. Ageism. That's right. Putting on creams to make your vanity of growing hair happen. Uh, lust John F. Kennedy Jr. <laughs> uh, I mean, he has really um, gone downhill. JFK Jr. Have you seen him? Karen? It's, it's, <laughs> Stop. I'm, you know that they really think <laughs> he's know. still alive. And what they show, I'm like, he would not have let himself go like that. Absolutely oh, they, not. They, they have pictures? Oh, they have... <laughs> You know, someone who says he's JFK Jr. It's and if yeah. people don't know what we're talking about, it's it's the wacko QAnon people who think Trump is going to run and JFK is going to be by his side or vice versa, and they <laughs> waited out in some parking lot waiting for him, and he right. he was busy that day. He was he was on uh, what is this called? Um, ChristianAnswers.net reviewing movies for us. <laughs> what is this called? Uh, so is that it for Seinfeld? That is it. 
Okay, so see if you can guess what this movie was. By the way, when this movie came out, I saw it a few times because it was really cleverly done. And it was funny. It was Debbie super does funny. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> so it was really just, uh, it was funny and well done and edgy and, you know, you stupid know and all like that stuff. Now. Okay, yeah. I know. You probably did like it. So um, their, their review starts this. It seems as though every time a new teen party movie comes out, people begin muttering, hey, this could be the next super bad. <laughs> <laughs> Which they reviewed. They had super bad yeah. on there. Oh. Which is an awesome movie. Okay. Yes. How they're like, news. I'm going to watch it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Bad news, blank, blank, this isn't the comedy you've been waiting for. Two words can sum up my entire view for this film. Just don't. I mean, <laughs> if there's one ounce of your Jiminy Cricket conscience mumbling, maybe I shouldn't see this. Run. Don't walk in the opposite direction of the theater. The story is simple. Too simple, actually. Even for a film debauchery, this one lacks any sort of layering in its plot construct. And when you hear what movie this is, you'll go, absolutely not true. Okay. Um, this was a tricky one, I think, to make a plot. Anyway, um, uh, so, well, you'll know it from this. Four friends go to Vegas for a bachelor party and after a night of partying, lose the groom and have to find him in time for the wedding. That's it. There's nothing else. No side plots. Nothing. It's called... Uh, that is a plot. That is a plot. Now, okay. That movie is really well written, I did. I never I watched it. Oh, my God. For no reason, <laughs> then I just never got to it. Right. So, I will watch... I assume you're talking about The Hangover. Yeah. I mean, you could be talking about the Passion of Christ because they traveled. I'm um, not. <laughs> so you. But they watch... have to piece together by all the things that they're going forward to, like from point A to B to C. They have to piece together what happened before the it's night a before, mystery. and it's really clever. It's yeah. I mean, besides being just funny and you know dirty, sure, stupid, right. yeah. Anyway. Well, this is what I love is that these people are in no way critics. Right. But right. I can't get over that they're like, you know what? I know enough about this hangover thing. It's going to be dirty. Better go see it. Just got to write about it for my That's Christians. The, they're not critics. And this is where you can tell because, uh, like, I really think it was a good movie. Uh, <laughs> it would be. We should go in here and be like, I do not agree with the reviewer. Uh, you have no understanding of how anything works, including your genitalia. <laughs> including storytelling. Um, so, okay, so more on The Hangover. On the whole, it's overrated in the humor department. Not true. Um, I also counted over 65 uses of the F word in the film. That alone should discourage That's any Christian hilarious. from renting or buying this film. I am quite thankful I rented this for $5 instead of paying $10 to see it on the big screen. Quite frankly, it's not worth the admission price, and I do regret renting this DVD due to its objectionable content. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot of regret in these reviews. <laughs> there is a lot. I saw, we had to travel um, in our town in Tennessee. They didn't play Brokeback Mountain. Which is, oh God! I love the writer. Annie Proulx is just a goddess of writers. The short story 
is even better than the movie. But <laughs> so, you know, we were like, okay, they're not going to show it here. So we'll go into Nashville. We saw it there. And still, there were a few people who got up and walked out. And I'm like, you knew what it was going to be about. Did I mean, they? It's I don't know. Because it had a big <laughs> hype around it for a while. And it and it yeah. was out for quite a long time. I thought it was beautiful. <laughs> well, I would have had gay sex with either of them. <laughs> so um, uh, in along that bent, whatever, this person reviewing The Hangover says, all I can say is that my wife went to watch this movie with a friend. She is a little naive at times to the world. When she entered the house some three hours later, she was crying <laughs> and extremely upset. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, what did she think she was going to see? And why know? didn't she walk out? Like, why no don't kidding. you just go like, this is not for me. <laughs> okay, so this one, this, I like this one. And this one has a big no shit on it. Um, if you take anyone, including yourself, to see this movie, shame on you. We are Christians, <laughs> not moviegoers. <laughs> so next time, go and don't take yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's a by the way at the end of it all. Um, by the way, there was a parent in the movie with a 12-year-old boy, and they were loving it. Wonder what will become of that child when he gets older. What his priorities will be. <laughs> oh, someone in the movie theater? Yeah. I thought you meant on Someone was actually Shish. enjoying it. <laughs> God. I'd like to cut to, like, all these years later, what happened to Mr. <laughs> Reviewer. Exactly. And child who was enjoying it. Shit. Okay, this one I'll let see if you can guess. This show, TV show, promotes a lack of respect toward parental figures. In the show, the father, Joey, and Jesse are portrayed as single-minded adults who are incapable of making sound judgments. The children, which is three girls, are extremely sarcastic and are portrayed to be more enlightened than their caretakers. The basis for much of the humor on this show comes from the smallest child's ability to be sarcastic and no. rude. This is a type of show that undermines discipline and promotes and uh, and promotes the dishonoring of parents. Is that Full House? That Full House. Okay, did you see what I put in our document? <laughs> no. Okay, on this website that reviews all this stuff, there's a little pullout panel, and it has a picture of Bob Saget with, you know, year he was born and year he passed away. And it says, streaming video, Bob Saget talks about life, death, and Jesus. And it says, legendary Full House actor and comedian Bob Saget passed away at age 65. May God comfort his family and friends during this difficult time. In this short streaming video, Ray Comfort shows a segment where Bob Saget talks in depth about life and death and even briefly mentions Jesus. Afterward, Ray shares the gospel with an extremely passionate atheist who mocks the idea of Christianity. Okay, so it is a very well-known funny fact that in exact opposite of his role on Full House, Bob Saget was a really dirty comedian. Right, right. And it doesn't take much of a YouTube search to find, like, the bit where he tells an audience member, never fuck a goat. I'm like, but I just find it really funny how, like, they stick this, like, little bit of an homage and, you know, God love him to Bob Mm -hmm. Saget here. Like, you guys aren't educated. 
no. it's to Bob Saget's ways. <laughs> no, no. And that's, I, I'm going to get to another one that sounds like Bob Saget that they yeah, and- cover. <laughs> And I like, it says he briefly mentions Jesus, which is something I do daily when my right. dog gets a bit of poop stuck <laughs> on her fur. <laughs> Jesus. Well, the thing with the stars, I don't know if you saw the page where it's like, please pray for these actors. And then they have yeah. Yeah. <laughs> little segments about them. So one of them, they say, okay, Aaron Eckhart. I forget what he was in. Princess Bride? Was that? No, that was Yule. I was first aware of him in um, the Julia Roberts movie, Aaron Brockovich. Okay. Okay. So they give the age and then they say faith. In his, it says secularism and ex-Mormon. Worldview, unclear. (laughs) And so it goes like this and you're supposed to just, you know, go through and pray for them. So they have Anne Heche, faith unsettled. Has Christian mother. (laughs) Like, for fuck's sake, like this whole thing. Ah, um, Andrew Garfield, faith, confused. Uh (laughs) It says, then it says agnostic and pantheism, occasionally atheism. He was raised in a secular home and has partial Jewish ethnicity. You can say it better. Um, Aaron Paul, which I did not know, he yeah. is secularism, but he's son of a of a Southern Baptist pastor. Yeah. Interesting. But it just goes through everyone from like Anne Margaret, and they Anne just Margaret. give their opinions <laughs> mostly sure. of what yeah. they think people are, are saying. I don't know. <laughs> well, I will tell you here, I have... I have little snippets from a few different movies that I thought were funny. And then I have, uh, no, I've just got four of those. So wherever you want to go with whatever we have. Yeah, I've got a few more. I say, keep it going. Okay. It's fun. All right. Um, this is this is a lightning round for me that I just <laughs> pulled some comments that I enjoyed. Austin Powers. If you have a choice of going to see this movie or staying home, stay home. <laughs> <laughs> A I wish stars. they said behave, but right. okay. <laughs> a star is born. Homosexuals seem to be enjoying this film, and for that reason, <laughs> I disliked it. <laughs> you know, homosexuals drink water, too, so mm-hmm. why don't you cancel that on your menu of drinks today? Okay, back to it. Marley and me. I took my two daughters, ages 7 and 10, to see Marley and me, and we were all very disappointed due to unnecessary obscene language and sexual innuendo. My older daughter asked me repeatedly if I had checked the rating as she recognized that the inappropriate words and behavior as they came up. And I told her, we are still staying in this movie. (laughs) We're not going to leave. I want to be that little asshole child's younger sister. (laughs) Like, Dad, did you check the ratings? Dad? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Let's see. Oh, okay. So this is another little comment from Marley and me. Releasing this movie on one of Christianity's happiest days, knowing families are coming to see a comedy, as the commercial implies, was mean-spirited for the holiday season. (laughs) 
And then this is the saddest one because there's a whole family, you know, fucked upness happening with these two sentences. Please do not take your kids to see this horrible film. I took my 18-year-old adopted Korean daughter and we had to leave the theater because I got tired of covering her eyes. (gasps) What the... Oh my God! There's and that so much to unpack there. Was Woody Allen? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> then, um, let's see. Sex in the City. Okay, come on. This movie was written and directed by a well-known homosexual man. I saw that. Reprobates, sickening. Oh my <laughs> fucking God! Okay, guess which one this is. Okay. In my Christian walk, I am realizing how important it is to protect myself and my family from occult and witchcraft. Even the smallest door open can lead to catastrophe in your home. I thoroughly (laughs) enjoyed this film and thought of it quite innocent until these chipmunks started singing a song called Witch Doctor. By the way, that was my favorite before Peter Rabbit. I love that movie. And came out dancing um, like uh, witches in a cauldron. What a way to ruin a perfectly innocent movie. For me, I'm not willing to risk having this influence in my house. Uh, and these then, chipmunks. <laughs> wait a minute. I have more on them. More. more. Um, and then it says, based on biblical values, it is extremely offensive and not appropriate for children or anyone. Honestly, oh. I think people here forget what they are rating on. Read your Bibles. This movie, <laughs> even this children's movie, invites us to look upon women lustfully. Okay. okay. Check it out. Wait, what do you mean? Check it out? Okay. They're Check it barely out. dressed, shaking it to chipmunk grooves. <laughs> Doesn't anyone wonder why the chipmunks are singing to adults where alcohol is being served? What happened to the children? <laughs> Don't settle and let the world decide what is okay for oh your kids God. to absorb. <laughs> they will become callous to sin. If you watch this movie, do so without your children first and watch all the sexual innuendo and the humor, blah, 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 blah. Oh, oh my God. God. This It's the fucking chipmunks. But wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> These chipmunks. <laughs> Again, people are going to see this. So I did not see the movie Call Me By Your Name. I think it's, I don't know if it's like teen boys or young men or what, but it's, you know, a film and two homosexual men. It's all I know. All I know. So here is one of the reviews for it. It seems strange to write a review for a movie I have not seen. (laughs) (laughs) And better yet, 
do have no plans to see, but I feel compelled uh, to write a non-viewer review. <laughs> as a Christian, I was raised to view marriage as God intended, a woman and a man, never question it, until I arrived in high school. It was around this time that I became began to become familiar with the LGBTQ plus community. Many of my friends and people I knew were coming out, and my walk with Christ was becoming more lenient. I was accepting them. Okay, the rest <gasps> of that, I don't want to hear about your shitty <laughs> life, you little fucker. Right. Here, I'm um, going to review a movie and talk about my experience. <laughs> exactly. Dumbass. <sighs> And then it just talked about how, you know, I heard all the buzz for this. And so I watched a a review and I could not get behind this film. I just couldn't. (laughs) So you didn't watch the movie. (laughs) Did not watch it. Uh, I find it morally. And then here are the ratings. Moral rating. Very offensive. Movie making quality. No opinion. No. Opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! There um, was also one random comment, and I don't even know where it came from, but it said, "Lying and misrepresenting a film's content is a violation of the Eighth Commandment." I what? stand by the review. <laughs> <laughs> How about "Thou shalt not kill"? My vibe. Um, Oh. They they even did, if you're going out, people to go see Space Jam, there's another one. It's called sure. Space Jam, A New Legacy. Be careful, because in the vulgarity section, under vulgarity, it says, for five seconds, a character curses. Now, it was bleeped <laughs> out, but <laughs> you know they were cursing. And then they oh said things like, shut up, freaking Sucks oh. and son of a glitch. No. Um, and then sexual, ready for the sexual content in this hilarious basketball movie. Some um. scenes involve shirtless males. <laughs> Another a character's well. in a bathtub. A male dresses up as a female character and a butt is made reference to. Someone a also blows, blows a kiss. Um but this is oh my, my favorite because, you know, animals are in this thing or whatever. Sure. Nudity. A character has to cover themselves when their fur falls off. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Wait, there's more. There's alcohol involved. A character gets drunk on carrot juice. Aww, oh, that's cute. Man. So you're telling me they're rabbits in Space Jam. Exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, do you have any more? Because I have one to no. end on. And then we just have to take this full circle and cover the Smurfs movies. Because this is a <laughs> Smurf content podcast. Uh, they, they, weren't that, they weren't that harsh on the Smurfs when I read the basic overview. Right. And so what it has, like this website, you see a little picture and the title and you can click on it and read more. But over to the right, it gives like 
the general things. So it'll say above average or good or very offensive. Very offensive. <laughs> so I'm just like, let me see the good ones. They're all the Christian movies I have never heard of and never want to hear of. Right. Like Becky and her problems or I, whatever it is, <laughs> you know, and it just all looks terrible. Okay. So for the Smurfs, it says the premise of this film is good versus evil. You know what else is the premise? Mm. The Bible's premise is also that. However, that was me. However, both Papa Smurf and Gargamel use witchcraft and spells. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have visions and uh, they make potions. Mm -hmm. Um, While some people believe it's harmless, Galatians 5 Mm -hmm. warns us. You know, that acts of the flesh, like witchcraft, keep us from inheriting the kingdom of God. So what they're saying is Gargamel and Papa Smurf not going Mm -hmm. to heaven. And this needs to be hounded on, Bonnie, because this is important. These cartoon characters, um, they're not going. Throw your rubber Smurfs into the fire. But my favorite, Gargamel uses a potion to turn an older woman young. The great transformation is shown on screen rather than off screen, including her breasts and buttocks lifting and getting firmer. (laughs) I'll take that potion. I'll take it. And then it says Smurfette walks over to a heater vent wearing a dress similar to Marilyn Monroe, and the dress flies up. Oh. And she, she was a little <laughs> bit of a hoe. I mean, we all know that. Stop um, it. But there are like all these different articles that you can click on and see different things. So I was really surprised when it was like, you know, what is the issue between Hollywood and America and like what they call the disconnect because how liberal Hollywood is. And I mean, you were there. That's when you lost your faith and became a hoe. Bonnie, do you? (laughs) 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 Hilarious. And which probably. Um, You have insight on that. But you know who else has insight on that? And it's written an article. Mr. Pat Sajak. Oh. So they they attach, you know, an article that he's written. And he talks about, like, how he doesn't actually live in Hollywood, that they live in a quiet <laughs> suburb of Maryland. Um, mm-hmm. And he just talks how Hollywood is very removed from what he calls America. Yeah. That they, you know, which they are, but it's like, duh, we know that. Yeah. We, we get it. We look at it for entertainment. So, so, okay, so I want to picture Pat say Jack's day, wake up, eat an English muffin with no butter. Well, because, that's foreign, you know, but okay. That's the yeah. sin of the cow. <laughs> um, um, sit, sit, sit and stare straight ahead for four hours, read some Bible, have some iced tea, sit and stare straight ahead for four more hours. Like, what else do you do? You and know, go shopping thing, at Hobby Lobby. I did not see, but I did come across something this week. It was like, you know, Pat Sajak storms off or something like that. I don't know. But you know what I find very seductive? 
his jokes towards Vanna White, his eyes looking at her as mm. she spins and spins. <laughs> so she doesn't even she, spin them. So she touches them now. I know. Boing, ping. <laughs> um, so then he goes, as the good people do, he says, Rosie O'Donnell. And I would say Donald, but there's no D. Uh, get it? There's no D. Oh, God. Oh. A daytime talk show host goes public with her sexual preference, and she's lauded as brave. What exactly is brave about that? First of all, who cares? Which is always what they say. Like, who cares? I'll tell you who cares. You fucking care. <laughs> right? You're writing about it. And what's brave about getting the chance to be interviewed by ABC and landing on magazine covers? I characterize it as bravery as a career move. I don't mean to pick on Ms. O'Donnell. So, oh, like, really? everything is fucking... Uh, so, to me, he is trash. He's absolutely trash. Then he goes on about Alec Baldwin. Listen... We all don't love Alan Baldwin in many ways, but, you know, we get it. Then he talks about how Ted Turner, once when he was awake, uh, mocked employees who had ashes on their heads as Jesus freaks. Um, Then he goes and attacks Rob Reiner. And I just (gasps) want you, exactly, Bonnie Gass. (laughs) Well... So, Pat Sajak, I guess, is just a piece of shit. Now, he does say, now, I don't mean to sound too harsh or hypocritical. But after all, I seem perfectly happy to have cashed my checks for more than 30 years. Yes, you do. And I'm not exactly working on the Dead Sea Scrolls. I do make a living selling vowels and spinning a giant multicolored wheel. So who am I to point fingers? Well, I'm just someone who wants to feel prouder than he does. As proud as he once was about what goes on in this industry. So, um... I just, you know, I, I don't feel like he's in the same industry I do not he's, feel so he either. Is, he is recorded on some kind of digital recording device and broadcast out to people. But that's it. And and he's just kept in that because people need comfort and they and need continuity. Continuity. That's yeah. exactly it. That's why they need to see the same face to like ground them into daily life, yeah. even yeah. if they don't watch it. But I just wanted to ruin everyone's Wheel of Fortune <laughs> watching, like we have ruined much else in people's lives. That's uh, right. So please watch Love is Blind. It's very good. And don't forget that lying and misrepresenting a film's content is a violation of the Eighth Commandment. <laughs> I stand by the review. <laughs> Please send us your funny, true stories, more suggestions, because this website was gold. Do they have all the the nerdy shows that you guys really want to hear about? Do they have Star Wars in there? Yes, they've got it all. They've got all the reviews for us. So <laughs> Just not Animal House. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if... Tommy Lee's dick can write a review. I'm sure it did. It talks in his book. So I know. I was telling know. someone that. If you haven't seen <laughs> Pam and Tommy. But again, the most fascinating thing. So there are boobs everywhere, but they're they're prosthetics. 
I don't know if I said that on air or just to you. And I was like, that is some damn good prophetics. I know. I would like them. I know. I don't know where they end. Like, how do I they don't. blend with I was with looking body? too closely the other day. So yeah. I'm not sure. Of course, they could go in there and do some CGI smoothing type yeah. techniques. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I want to see the I want to see the behind the scenes on how they did it. And I kept looking on YouTube like Lily James makeup. Yeah. (laughs) You must be 18 years or older to enter. Yeah. But hopefully they'll have that out at some point because that would be so much fun to see her in the makeup chair getting that done. Yeah. And I mean, the men also had prosthetics, which for one or two scenes, I'm like, really? That's a prosthetic? But I mean, I guess it makes them feel uh, more hidden if it's not yeah. their actual penis. I right. mean, I don't know. <sighs> Anyhow. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> going to tell you. Um, let me ask you just quickly, have you ever seen the movie I Could Never Be Your Woman with no. Michelle Pfeiffer? No, and, she's um, beautiful, though. She is beautiful, she and so is sin. Paul Rudd. And oh, it's a, I will watch. It's a cute movie, and it's free on YouTube, so there's my tip for the day. Oh, well, I, I need to get on YouTube. And, you know, when you guys are looking for all these things, would you mind rating and reviewing our podcast? It takes a few seconds, and Apple Podcasts is a place to do it because Spotify and other ones don't really have review areas. So just here's the breakdown of what happens if you review and rate our podcast. If you give it a good rating, it means that more people have rated it and it climbs up on some kind of a chart that they have. So when random people are browsing podcasts, they go, they can see it before they see other things and maybe they'll click on it and maybe they'll become a listener and maybe they'll submit a letter if it's really funny. So see how it benefits you. That's right. And... We also send out prosthetic boobs to the first five <laughs> who rate it. But, you know, we've talked about it before. It doesn't bother me what our rating is. I mean, if it dips low, that would be bad. But as many people know, a while ago, then oh, Christians right. found us. And they would just give a one. And they would be like, you shouldn't be talking about this. So... You know, helping us by just spending a few minutes and saying anything you want really helps us to make sure it doesn't go down just by people who, like that movie reviewer, did not listen <laughs> yet reviewed. Right. So, hey, did you hear about the kids who were taking school virtually and they were using some app and they realized that, okay, if we trick the system, we can get out of going to school. So they all gave the app a super poor rating and it was removed so no. they couldn't do oh the my work. God. So I think that ultimately, like Apple Review should take the top tier of top ones and the top tier of or the bottom tier and like remove those and then mush together all get the, the rest. Get the mean, get the mean. Yeah, get the mean. I gotcha. I gotcha. That's so much math. Okay. Anyhow, well, um, well, thanks, guys. Thank you. Don't be a shit thanks pile. Thanks for suggesting. Thanks for suggesting this one. And if you want to send in your own 
movie reviews for Christian movies. We will gather them up. If you've seen any of the God's Not Dead and Blabbity Blue, if you had to sit through that, give us reviews. We'll read them. <laughs> All right, okay. have a good week. Ciao. Bye.